Hello and welcome to Market House, the podcast where we talk all things Disney. My name's Caleb. And I'm Caitlin. This week we talk about Mirrors Connect and Sunshine Flyer merging. Bob Iger extends his contract. And part one of our Disney World and Disney Cruise Trip Report. Let's dive in. Right, and this is episode number 92, and we are back from our Disney World slash Disney Cruise vacation. I know. Welcome back, everyone, first off. And second of all, we are already missing it. <laughs> We've yeah. only been back for a couple days. And I have to tell you, I'm really sad to be back. I'm sad. I am getting to the age where I miss my bed by like night three. Uh, Try night one. Okay. I might have been complaining that I just I just like the comfort. Again, the pandemic ruined me and it made me into a homebody. I never really was before. Right. Um, I enjoyed home, but I just never craved being back home. Does that make sense? So yeah. like on vacation, I liked being on vacation, which don't get me wrong. I loved being on vacation. But when it came to like the wrapped uh, wrapping the night up at night, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm like, oh, I miss my couch at home. And we have our things, right? Like Caitlin and I like to sit down and we watch a couple of YouTube videos before we go to bed on our comfy couch and then we go up to our nice bed, and I just, I miss that, uh, I don't know. I get it. Do you under, yeah, yeah, do you get it? Like, no, 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 I totally understand. Yeah. But I'm over here like, woo, Disney bed. No, I know. <laughs> so it was, excited. trust me, I am <laughs> was not complaining. I just, a couple of times where I'm like, I kind of miss our room. Oh, yeah. And that kind of stuff. But other than that, it freaking, we had a great time. Oh, my goodness. And we can't wait to tell you about it. Again, if you see the title of this, we're splitting it into two parts because we want to give uh, the proper time to kind of both sections of our trip, mm-hmm. uh, which we'll dive into in a second. But before we do, other than the trip, what have we been up to? We we come home on a, th- what, Thursday night? Thursday night, yeah. And then Friday was slammed back into reality. Both of us had work. I know. Which was a bummer. It was a bummer. We probably should have taken that day off, but it was one of those where we're like, well, if we're not really doing anything, might as well work a little bit. So yeah. I got caught up on emails. Caitlin went to the office for a little bit. Yeah. And it was one of those where we were both extremely exhausted um i remember like it was just more of a i don't know friday was like a blur to us yeah i I had a hard time there was a lot of coffee drink that day yeah (laughs) and then on saturday we did a little grocery shopping because we did the unique strategy of basically getting rid of everything in our fridge before we left for our trip and when we got home it was like, oh my gosh, we have no food. We have nothing. So, of course, when you're eating out for a week straight, you want some home-cooked meals because you're just like, okay, I'm done eating out. And then you get home and you're like, okay, we're yeah, eating out. We have nothing. <laughs> we've got nothing. So we did a grocery haul yesterday, and we are staying indoors today because it is the hottest day of the year so far. It's hitting like 110 yeah. degrees today. It's a lot. Yeah, it's this giant heat bubble, uh, or sorry, heat dome. We've been getting those the last couple of years, and it's unfortunate because I'm hoping, uh, again, I'm hoping this is, I don't know, it, it this seems like climate change is, is pretty in our face right now. Yeah. <laughs> this is not normal. This used to, I mean, when we were growing up, it never hit 110 degrees in Sacramento, ever. No, it hit like 102. And that was, yeah, that was pretty rare. I yeah. mean, there was like maybe five to 10 days where it would be 100 degrees plus. And that was it. Now it's like you're looking at 20 to 30 days probably. Yeah, because last year we had around two week time span in July where it was like 100, I don't know, 107 plus two weeks straight. And then it dropped down to like the high 90s. And it looks like we're on course for that again. Yeah, we're pretty much it was like 107 yesterday, 110 today. It drops down to 104 
the 90s and then it goes right back up to 100 for another five or six days. This is not normal. So I'm hoping this is not the new normal because that's going to be unbearable. July and August will be legit like, you know, sit here and hope your AC doesn't go out (laughs) because it's running all day long. Right. So anyways, that's what we're doing. We're hanging out, hunkering down, which is a perfect excuse to sit down and talk Disney. But before we do, please consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It is a huge, huge help to the show. And if you do that, uh, especially a written review over on Apple Podcasts, we will read it on the show. Which would be awesome. Yeah. We're waiting for our next one and we're so excited. Yes, we love reading those off and hearing all those kind words you guys share with us. We appreciate them. And then you can also support the show by using our Getaway Today link to book your Disney vacations. You can find that in the episode description and you can save an additional $10 if you use code MARKETHOUSE10. Let's dive into that news. First up, we have some super exciting news. It looks like Bob Iger has extended his contract through 2026. Yeah, so he extended it two years. They announced this recently. Actually, I think it was a day before we came back home Mm -hmm. from our trip. And so we uh, opened up our, we were without internet for a while. And so when we opened up our phones and saw all the news stuff, we were like, holy smokes, this is huge. So yeah, Mr. Iger has extended his contract another two years, like Caitlin has said, through 2026. Uh, He mentioned that he wants to make sure the succession is taken care of this time around. And uh, this extension either means they don't have a successor, in my eyes, or that the possible successor, the person that's going to take over as CEO eventually, needs a little more time to develop. And the rumors are, I think everyone kind of understands that Josh DeMauro, I think, is the top candidate to take over as CEO. Uh, He's a fairly young guy in the world of CEOs. Usually CEOs are like in their 60s. Yeah. And I think he's probably only in his what, 40s? Yeah, he's younger. He's a young dude. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming they're kind of uh, prepping him, possibly. He's probably competing for that position. So maybe give a little more time for him to uh, to bake. Yeah. So question with that, though, it hasn't this happened before where everyone's like, oh, this person's going to take it. Yeah. And then Disney takes a complete like turn and it's someone else. Kind of. Well, (laughs) not yet. It's kind of happened in the past where People stuck around. I think they were promised the position, like Tom Staggs. That's how I was talking uh, about. Kevin Mayer. And it's the, okay, we're developing you for this possible role. And they probably are like, okay, Bob Iger, the guy that will never retire. And then they eventually get offered a better role somewhere else, right? So Mm -hmm. imagine being chief something for years. And then you finally get offered, or, you know, vice president of something. And then you get offered a nice, cool, hot new title of right. chief something somewhere else, you're going to take that, right? More money, all that good stuff. Of course. Uh, so they were probably tired of waiting around for Iger to move on. Uh, he was interviewed by David Faber on CNBC, which we encourage you to watch. It was a very, very good interview. Uh, but he answered some tough questions around uh, the recent theatrical releases not doing very well and the Star Wars Marvel fatigue. So Iger mentioned that less content will be developed for those brands and agreed that the volume of content was overwhelming and made them lose focus, wow. is what he said. I was quite surprised by that. It's it's not, uh, I would say, it's not all the time you see someone at his stage say something like that. Yeah, usually they're kind of trying to like... Um, Cover it up a little bit. Yeah, like, for oh, shareholders. Yeah, they yeah. don't want the stock market reacting to some negative comments made by the CEO. Yeah. And so he was pretty honest, which I appreciate. He, oh, kinda yeah. t- he tells it like it is, mm-hmm. and 
that is, you know, he's kind of being honest, which is uh, different for CEOs. Uh, the biggest comment he made was he's open to the possibility of selling traditional TV properties like ABC and FX. Which is huge. That is huge news. I mean, that was Disney's bread and butter for years. It actually, I mean, take away the last five-ish years, I think, before that, they actually traditional TV uh, media was their moneymaker. Right. That's what made the most for the company. Then it then it became movies, and then parks took over. So I think it's actually <laughs> flip it all upside down. So parks make the most money for the company now. Movies, I think, are number two, and then traditional TV is number three. And so that is a huge thing. Again, it makes sense. TV is a dying industry, and we've invested... I'm sorry, they've invested so much in a streaming service, which is pretty much competing with itself. You know, streaming companies compete with traditional TV, and so they are, in a way, kind of cannibalizing their own business. So this is good news for us. We think Iger is the best person for the job right now. Disney is not out of the clear yet. You've got Hollywood production coming to a screeching halt with the strikes. Uh, you've got Disney Plus uh, not being profitable yet. And their TV properties are losing relevancy and popularity, which is all feeding into a beat-up stock price. So Disney is, you know, uh, not in a bad spot right now, but they're not in the best spot right now. Right. So you have a seasoned guy like Iger that's been with the company for, I think, nearly 50 years, which mm -hmm. is insane. And uh, he's he's the best guy for the uh, role. I would say so, especially when they're trying to get all their ducks in a row. Mine is just having a few. So this is I good. I agree. All right. That is Bob Iger extending his contract. All right, our next news story takes place over on the East Coast, and it looks like Mirrors Connect and Sunshine Flyer are merging. Uh, again, as most of you know, transportation looks quite different at Walt Disney World, which we just experienced firsthand. Yes, we did. <laughs> Disney sadly ended the complimentary Magical Express service in January of 2022. Uh, Mirrors stepped in and offered a paid option called Mirrors Connect. Uh, and they were actually the provider of Magical Express. You just didn't know it because it was wrapped with Disney and stuff. So Mirrors was the actual provider of Magical Express. Uh, but when that service ended, Mirrors just said, okay, now we're called Mirrors Connect and now you can pay for it. <laughs> and the magic is gone, which we'll get into later. We'll so. get into that later, <laughs> yes. Uh, Sunshine Flyer also joined the mix as another airport resort transportation option. And it's very similar to Mirrors, except for they offer uh, themed buses. Uh, they look like trains or something. Mm -hmm. And they also offer vans. So if it's a smaller group going to a hotel, they'll sometimes throw you in a like, uh, what are those called? Oh, man. Like the 15 passenger van type things. Yeah, I don't versus know what they're a, called. Yeah, versus a big bus. Yeah. Uh, Mirrors and Sunshine Flyer announced that they're merging the two companies and will now be called Mirrors Connect Driven by Sunshine. That is the longest, most convoluted name in the world. Wow. That is okay. so dumb. Uh, the change officially takes place August 1st of 2023. That's coming around the corner. I think a better name would have been Sunshine Connect. Okay. I don't know why that matters. But <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could have gotten paid a consulting fee, like $100,000 to come up with that name. Yeah, it's very humjumbled for the other one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, at first, I didn't think this was a big deal. Like when they announced it, I was like, okay, big whoop. But less competition means higher pricing. Oh, yes. So I think like when they go, okay, the only option you got out of the MCO airport to go to the resorts other than Uber and Lyft, which are already more expensive, is, is this new, I don't even know what it is. What's it? Mirrors driven by sunshine <laughs> or whatever sunshine it is. Connect, there it like. is. So yeah, I don't know. Hopefully they don't raise prices. I'm expecting they will. Oh, so in yes. the next couple months, I would assume some price adjustments mm -hmm. and uh, you should see those uh, rise soon. 
All right, for our final news story, we have an update on Oogie Boogie Bash tickets. It looks like they finally went back on sale, and it looks like people were able to get them this time. Yeah, um, I think there were some minor technical issues this time around. Not as major as last time, which caused the delay. Mm -hmm. And again, if you've been keeping up with all this craziness, uh, tickets went on sale to the general public uh, back in late June, June 29th, I think. And it went terribly. Mm -hmm. People went and joined this long queue. It doesn't work. Blah, blah, blah. About five, seven hours later, Disney announces, oh, our bad. Come back in July for more information. They come back with more information saying, hey, we're going to come back on sale on July 11th and we're going to get them to you. So it did happen. Again, a couple of minor hiccups, but it looks like for the most part, people were able to buy them without much incident, but they're completely sold out by the next morning. So by July 12th, they're all gone. Uh, and to top it all off, resellers have already listed some tickets on uh, for sale for $500 a piece. Okay, so I don't understand this. I thought you're not able to transfer them. So how, how are they doing this and why are they doing I this? I have no idea. All I know is that people are frustrated because scalpers are were able to do it again. And I'm sure they'll. it's on StubHub. So I don't know. They're able to do but it. But again, how do they, when you buy the tickets, it's in your name. So how do they transfer the tickets out of their name? I have no clue. I don't, if anyone knows They do any, it every year. I know, but like Disney put a squash to this. I think it was like a year or so ago because people were doing this. So do you have any like update on this? Like how does that work? Because it was to my knowledge that Disney said that you couldn't transfer the name. So that's the case. People find a way. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I, I mean, That's it would so be a bummer if you give though. 500. No, there's no way because StubHub will give, they'll penalize the seller. Uh, yes, I would agree that if it was sold on Facebook or Craigslist, that is very janky. I don't recommend you do that. But when you have actual ticket resellers like uh, services, like a StubHub, uh, there's a ton of them, right? They, you have to provide the tickets or else you get f- uh, a fee of like 300% of the list price. Right, and I totally get that they have to provide it, but I'm like, how are they changing the name through you're, Disney? You're asking like, the, the wrong guy. I don't yeah. know. Ugh, people don't do that. That's yeah, it's so frustrating. frustrating. Yeah. So anyways, Oogie Boogie Bash, it's sold out already. Uh, a bummer if you didn't get them. Again, we're not going this year. Next year, I hope we don't experience these same issues because we'd really like to attend. All right. You know what that music means? It is time for uh, a Disney, Disney trivia. Let's dive into this. I have been waiting. We took a couple weeks off, but it is time to go back into the trivia world and see if we can stump each other with a couple of questions. I'm excited. Let's do it. All right, Caleb, are you ready for your first Disney trivia question? I believe so. Hit me. All right. So first up, how many staterooms are on the Disney Fantasy? Is it 1,375, 1,250, or 1,800? All right. I like the themed question here. I'm going to go 1,250. That is correct. Let's go. Did you already know that? I kind of did, only because I've been on, uh, I think it's called Cruise Mapper, and it tells you all these different facts about the different ships. Uh, Of course you do. Sorry. And fun fact, it was christened by Mariah Carey. That is the weirdest... Fact. All I want for Christmas is another Disney cruise. That is true. Let's go, Mariah. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Question number two. Which kind of wood is Pinocchio made of? Which kind of wood? Mm-hmm. Are we told of this in the movie? Yes. Okay. Is it the smash hit remake with Tom Hanks? I almost said Tom Cruise. <laughs> what are you talking about? The Pinocchio remake we watched. I'm talking about what kind of... I know that. I was oh, just okay. saying, is it? Yeah, okay. No, Never the mind. OG one. Okay. I 
Oak. Caleb, his name is Pinocchio. Oh, I don't know. Pinwood? <laughs> That's not a real <laughs> oh, thing. Pine? Gosh. Is it pine? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't think it has any indication of what his... That's what why is. The, his name was... <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. He's made out of pine. Literally, Geppetto goes, you're made out of pine, but I'll name you Pinocchio kind of thing. No. Yes. Okay. So if he's made of oak, would his name be Oakley? <laughs> <laughs> oak boy? <laughs> okay. I don't know. Ask Geppetto. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you for Pine. That. I'm not going to give myself that because I guess. No, oak. that was incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I took one of two. Caitlin, it is your turn for Disney trivia questions. Okay. Are you ready for these questions? I'm ready. Okay. Uh, question number one. What was the first single attraction to cost more than the original park? Indiana Jones, Star Tours, Space Mountain, or Pirates of the Caribbean? Can you restate the question one more time? What was the first single attraction to cost more than the original park? Okay. And then the... Okay. Sorry. Somebody repeat the whole thing. tricky one, yeah. Indiana Jones... Star Tours, Space Mountain, or Pirates of the Caribbean? Ooh. I'm going to say Pirates. Incorrect. Is it Indy? No, Space Mountain. Oh. Space Mountain opened in Disneyland in 1977. It cost $20 million to build uh, compared to the $17 million for the original park. Interesting. Yeah. wonder why it's like, I feel like it's not as in-depth as like a Pirates or an Indy. So I wonder why it's like so expensive. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying that... Indy was definitely more than $20 million. Yeah, It was yeah, built yeah. 20 years later, Yeah, and everything's more expensive 20 years later. Uh, but yeah, Pirates, I'm surprised, did not cost like that much. That's yeah. a very crazy ride. But again, you have to think, mid-60s, I don't know. That's a good question. The tech of the roller coaster. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, lots, a lot of steel or some, whatever yeah. it's made out of. That's oh, a lot yeah, of metal, yeah. so that's Material a lot of Material costs. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, all right. Uh, question number two. This is written by uh, D23, I think, so excuse the very long question. Okay. It's very official. Uh, peaking above the spires of Sleeping Beauty Castle is the mountain housing the iconic Matterhorn bobsleds, which opened in 1959. Which other two attractions debuted at Disneyland that year? Okay, so what other two? I'm going to list off multiple choice. Okay, good. What other two attractions debuted with Matterhorn in 1959? You've got Mr. Toad's Wild Ride and Mad Tea Party. Submarine Voyage and Disneyland's Monorail, Disneyland Monorail and Space Mountain, or Submarine Voyage and Mad Tea Party? Ooh, I'm going to say the Monorail and the Submarines. Incorrect. No, it's not the Submarines, because that was one of the originals, right? Incorrect. Okay, well, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was Submarine Voyage and Disneyland Monorail. That's what I said. No, you said Disneyland Monorail and Space Mountain. No, I didn't. I promise. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, my bad. You flipped the order, so I got messed up. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay. For a second, when you said the answer, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I said oh, that. Oh, my bad. Okay, no, you got it right. Okay. Okay, perfect. Were you tied? <laughs> Holy smokes. We're getting used to sleeping at a normal time again. Oh, my gosh. Which, really quickly, glad that we're on the subject of Disney trivia, which we will get into um, for next week's episode. We did terribly on the fantasy. It was embarrassing. Like, I wanted to leave, like, no, halfway like, through. It was it was the worst we've ever done. <laughs> and we bad. walked in there all confident, and it was not good. Okay, but let me... No, I can't... We can't allude too much. We'll talk about it next week. Okay. But we went in thinking it was one thing, and it was not that. That's true. So, okay. Uh, thank you for joining us for Disney Trivia. We did terrible, as usual. Let but us hey. know how you did. 
right, you know what that cash register sound means. It is time for Shop, Shop the, the Mouse, mouse with Market, Market House. House. Kaylin, it's been a while since you've shared some good purchase options for us. What is item number one? Item number one we actually found at Disney Springs, and it is the cutest mug I have ever seen. Um, it is a orange bird. It's called Serving Up Sunshine Since 1971 Mug. Very official. It's the longest title. Mm -hmm. Very long name. Um, it is $24.99, but the thing that stood out to me the most is it literally looks like it's a orange, the actual mug. And then the font that they use is it says the original Florida orange bird, and it has like the little flowers all around it. But the orange bird itself is sitting on the little handle, and he's so cute. That's a chunky tiny. mug. It is a chunky mug. And then, of course, on the back, as the title states, it says Serving Up Sunshine Since 1971. When I look at this, again, it obviously reminds me of Florida, but I just love how colorful it is. It looks refreshing, and just the orange bird is adorable. So you can never have too many coffee mugs. It is true. We uh, added to our collection this last trip, and Caitlin's got this one in the shopping cart as we speak. Yes. Which will probably be purchased later this afternoon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> which, by the way, it's, there are currently there's a sale on Shop Disney, which will be gone the time you're hearing this, but it was a like 25% off sale on like certain items. Yeah, so wait for those. Clearly, you can't take advantage of this one. One, yes. But it's pr they happen pretty often, once every, what, couple months? I would say even like sooner than that. Like, okay. It's quite frequently now. Okay, once so, a month or so? Yeah, but definitely look out for it. And again, um, exciting one. Next up, we haven't, we don't do a lot of these, but I would like to start. Um, but this is a Lego Up House that you can create. Again, this is not new. This has been out for quite some time. Um, but I did see that it was on Shop Disney. So for those who aren't frequenting the park, you can order this online and get it sent to you. But again, this one's amazing. Who doesn't love the Up House? It's super colorful. There's balloons. It has a little Doug. It has Carl. It has Russell, all the little characters. And it's just a fun activity. You don't have to be a kid to enjoy this, like adults. We have tons of friends who do the, these Lego sets, and they love them. Um, they're a little expensive, but again, it's Lego. So $59.99 is the price. They might do sales on these. Again, it's a it's an item that's been out for quite some time. So just to take a look out for it. Yeah, Legos rarely go on sale, so I wouldn't wait for a sale. Uh, Legos one of those brands that just don't do those often. And the only time I've seen them on sale are at like at Target, and they're I'm not kidding, they're like two dollars off. Like yeah. that's the sale. So it's something crazy. I would just jump on it if it's something you want to do, buy it whenever you want because you're not going to find it. Uh, for any less than that. Yeah, and this one doesn't seem to be as big of a normal like Lego set. It's 598 pieces. I feel like that's pretty small. Good grief. Is that not small? I don't know. I've, I only did Legos for like, I think I was into them for like a year when I was a kid. Yeah. And I never got into big sets. So that sounds like a lot to me, well, but I don't know. I feel like the Disney community is, it's gaining more popularity because people are doing them and they leave them in their house, like all done. So like, it's just a fun thing to do. So. All right. Add that to your collection if you're interested. That was another edition of Shop the Mouse. All right, and that brings us to our main segment of this week's episode, and that is part one of our Disney World and Disney Cruise trip report. Uh, again, like I mentioned before, we wanted to take uh, the proper time to kind of tell you about our experience, sorry, both experiences, kind of chunked it up into two parts. So the first part's going to be our uh, travel day, our resort time, and Disney Springs day. Mm -hmm. And then part two is going to consist of our Disney cruise. So we want to give each, uh, sorry, section of the trip it's proper time. Yeah, because there's just so many things to talk about. So, so many. And then if we did one episode, it'd be two hours long. So right. we don't want to do that. Uh, so let's talk about our travel day. 
We left on a Thursday morning. Our flight was at 6.15. Very early morning for us. It was so early. So again, if you asked me, I probably would have gotten a later flight, but Miss Caitlin over here wanted to get there as early as humanly possible because she wanted a full evening at the resort. Yes, I think it's the best way to do it because again, if you get in there late, then it's like it's super late. You don't want to go out for dinner because you want to because the time change, you want to get some sleep. So I'm like, let's get there around dinner time so we can put our stuff down, head over and get some dinner, and that's exactly what we did. Yes, and that's a good point. Uh it takes so dang long to get over there from Sacramento. Yes. Uh Sacramento is not a giant airport. It's like medium sized, I would say. So they don't have a ton of direct flights to Certain airports, Orlando being one of them, the only airline that has a direct flight that we just found out was Southwest. And I'm not the giant, we're not the biggest fans of them Mm -hmm. for any flights over a couple of hours. I just would rather not fly on them. Right. So either way, we flew Delta. Our layover was in Minneapolis. It was a good first flight. It was. Mm -hmm. um, But this is the thing is that when you fly somewhere like Minneapolis, you're going way more north than you absolutely need to. And so it added like 45 minutes-ish to our travel time, which yeah. was kind of lame. So that was a bummer. It took like six hours to get there. Mm-hmm. It was a long flight. No, that was not even including the layover. It was like eight hours of travel. Total. Yeah. Oish. But once we did get to Minneapolis, it was great. We got our coffee. We were recharged with some caffeine and we were ready for our second flight. That is true. So we land in Orlando around 530 and we decided to take an Uber to the hotel. We talked about this, I think a week or two ago, instead of Mirrors or Sunshine Flyer because of the reviews we read. So Again, not so much negative on like service and stuff, more so how long it takes. They take like 12 stops sometimes right. to get you to a resort. And that can take like an hour, hour and a half. We've already been on the plane for six, seven hours. The last thing we want to do is be on a bus for an hour. So we took an Uber. It was around 50 bucks. It was fine. It was an Uber. Nothing special. Uh, got to the hotel and were uh, checked in by a really nice cast member. He mentioned that he's getting married soon and he's doing, uh, they're doing their honeymoon on the Disney Wish. Which is so fun. Or in, during the Maritime Cruise. Yes. Yeah. So that was fun. We talked to him about that a little bit, uh, told him to have a great time. And I was like, dude, marriage is awesome. Have a blast. Yes. And he asked if we were celebrating anything and he, we told him about how we were expecting. And it's kind of like our baby moon. And he gave us little, I'm celebrating pins. And he, he was did. so excited to give it to us. It was so sweet. It was very nice of him to yeah. do that. So we stayed in a premium view room. Uh, it was the last kind of room available in the Grand Destino Tower. So we took it, and uh, it was fine. It, it overlooked the lake slash, uh, what do you call it? The Three Bridges Restaurant. Thank you, the restaurant out mm-hmm. there. And it was nice. Last time we had a standard view room, which was the opposite side of the hotel, where you're looking out over the parking lot. But you also get views of the parks, which are kind of cool. Yeah, so you get Epcot, like Hollywood Studios. You can see the icons, which are fun. Yeah. Uh, you can't really see anything else, but I would... I don't know. I liked both. Which one did you prefer? You know, I, it just depends. Um, this one I felt like was more like relaxing the view because it was of the water and like the restaurant. We could see Expedition Everest in the, like I almost said in the future. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. What kind of special room are you in? Out in our view. Um, but I have to say we love this resort. It is absolutely beautiful. Um, the theming is very subtle, so it's not in your face, Disney. In the tower specifically. Yes. In the tower specifically. But overall, it is a very clean resort. The staff or cast members are amazing. The food was really great. And we'll get into that. Shortly, but overall, I loved the view. It was really cool. It was opening our window and kind of seeing like the fountain every morning. Yeah, it was nice. And I'll tell you, I'll just be transparent on how much we paid. We got like a twenty percent off deal. I think two nights was around seven hundred dollars, seven hundred and eighteen. Yeah, to be exact or something. Mm -hmm. So with all those, oh my gosh, you should see the taxes they put on. It's like a uh, what do you call it? There's you know the city tax. There's a uh, what do you call it when we're traveling? Uh, We're a 
tourist tourists tax? thank yeah. you we're a tourist there's a tourist tax there's a orange county tourist tax. like there's literally a million so your base rate starts off like $80 cheaper right. per night and then you get all these taxes tacked on. So anyways, $700. I thought it was worth it. We love that resort. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, when you compare it to others, it's just newer. It's like it was built in like what, 2019? I think so. And it smells amazing. Yeah. They pump that beautiful Disney hotel scent throughout the hotel. It smells it's delish. So good. Uh, but anyways, our only complaint of this room, and it's pretty much every room in the hotel. Uh, I'm sorry, in the tower specifically, we stayed in the Grand Destino Tower not the other section of the resorts, the casitas and all that stuff. Uh, those are like more motel style. Mm-hmm. Uh, not my favorite, to be honest, type of room. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why we stay in the tower. Uh, but this sounded like the door is made of paper mache. Mm-hmm. You could hear everything in that hallway. Yeah. The only problem that we notice like visibly is if you take a look at the door underneath, there's no like, um, what's it called? Yeah. Like there's sometimes like stoppers or like a, uh, kind of like a seal, right? Like a rubber seal at the bottom of a door to make it either soundproof and also like keep the AC in and stuff. Right. right. Most of your external doors have those. And a lot of hotel room doors have like it's filled at the bottom. Right. That you could literally see the hallway if you looked around yeah, the if, door. If you, if so. you laid on the ground, if you wanted to, which I would not uh, encourage you to do on a <laughs> dirty hotel floor, if you put your head, you could totally see inside people's rooms. Yeah. It was kind of weird. Kind of weird. So again, a huge gap at the bottom is going to let in a ton of sound. So throughout the, again, it didn't bother us until it was about midnight when a parent was screaming at their child down the hallway. Oh, and I was yeah. like, number one, don't yell at your kid. Number two, um, why are you doing it at midnight in a they're, hotel they're hallway? They're tired. They're tired. I know. People are exhausted. I get it. Uh, I, well, we're about to get it. Yeah. We're, we're, it's coming. <laughs> it's yeah. coming. So again, I wasn't too upset about it, but I was like, come on, man. Like really midnight. Yeah. Don't they're probably yell. just exhausted. And then the kids are like, woo, ice cream. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But, I don't understand the situation, but it was just a like eye roll like, dude, really? Yeah. But other than that, though, the room was super clean. It was really nice. The bed was super comfortable. And I have to say one quick note. We love turning on the TV and listening to like the resort music loop. Play. Yeah. That's one's fun. It's all, they're now moving towards like a themed music loop for every single resort. So now it's like this Spanish style guitar picking loop and it's beautiful it's awesome it has a little animation that plays it used to be just the standard disney world uh you know just the uh information about the parks and stuff and it was all the same music which i kind of miss i do miss that yeah but i do like the grand casinos loop yeah it's, it's fun. really pretty uh we ate dinner at three bridges oh gosh three bridges <laughs> bar and grill which is the restaurant out in that lake like we mentioned before mm-hmm. we love this restaurant this is one of our favorite spots to get food uh we had the warm is it manchego manchego cheese uh or sorry in a waka cheese dip uh szechuan peppercorn wings and the warm churros which were gluten-free all of them were fantastic it was so good and they were again they were all so great with kayla being gluten-free um this is an outdoor seating restaurant it was warm which we will get into in a little bit it was wet um, and sticky but you know what when you've been traveling all day and you're starving it's so nice just to sit out there on the water and just look at the resort so. yeah they have ceiling fans too which helps get oh, some yeah. air movement uh, but yes being a californian used to that dry heat not used to that wet warm sticky humid that 88 degree weather plus 74% humidity. <laughs> Good grief. We'll dive in that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, the next day, we started our morning at El Mercado de Coronado, which is their 
uh, food court area. Yes. And had gluten-free Mickey waffles and a gluten-free breakfast sandwich. Caitlin was sweet enough to order a gluten-free option. So we kind of split yes. both breakfast options. And again, great area. Um, we experienced this. We did a trip during, I think it was April of 2021. One. Yeah. Um, it kind of had limited offerings just because it was during the pandemic. Um, but now it was full swing. They had so many different options like scrambles. There was burritos, breakfast sandwiches, waffles, anything you can possibly think of. And again, the staff, the cast members, they were all so nice. Oh, very nice. And uh, they, honestly, I didn't even put this in the notes, but like Disney World handles gluten-free. I, oh man, I, I'd argue a little better than Disneyland as of now. Oh, I agree. They take it way more seriously. So like now the cast member at Disneyland will kind of take it, uh, whatever. They'll take it in their own hands to do the allergy order, which is fine when they're knowledgeable. That's my problem right. is that half of them aren't mm -hmm. and they don't really know what there is mm -hmm. and they don't know what can be modified. Mm -hmm. Whereas at Disney World, the standard still is you get a chef. Yes. And everyone's kind of okay with that and happy about it. Whereas like in Disneyland, it's kind of like, oh, I roll. if we ask for a chef, it's like, well, I know it's gluten free. Yeah. Like kind of like, we don't need to do that. Yeah. Order through me. And I'm like, well, bud, I also want to see if there's other options. Right. Right. Which again, every time we'd mention like, hey, we have an allergy. They're like, oh, one moment. We're going to go grab a chef for you and it was always like yeah we can do this and literally every time a chef came out to talk to caleb it was we can do this 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 yeah there were so many options yeah we'll take this out we'll do this so it was really cool to have a million options to eat and all of them were pretty dang good so huge kudos and shout out to disney world mm -hmm. for still having that system in place because it makes me feel more comfortable oh yeah and i feel more informed on what i can eat uh, so that was pretty awesome uh we hopped on a bus to disney springs but not before melting in that Florida heat, like Caitlin mentioned. We walked out of that hotel and I was like, what in the world did we get ourselves into? Yeah, and again, for those who don't know, like obviously California is hot during the summertime, but Florida is just like- That's another beast. It's hot and it's sticky. Like you immediately walk outside and you're like, oh yeah, it's warm. And then you're like, oh, I'm wet. I'm like, it's just sticky and moist. Yeah, and my boss warned me. She lives in Florida. Uh, we're a whole remote team. So I'm in California. Yeah. I, you know, one person's in Tennessee. We're all spread out. And so she was like, when she heard we were going to Florida, she was like, please, please, please stay hydrated. And she knows Caitlin's pregnant. She's like, you have to take care of her. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to do forced breaks because she's like, it has been miserable yeah. down here. And uh, speaking of that, everyone who reached out a couple episodes back, we were contemplating doing like the resort day, like at Epcot. Thank you to everyone who was like, do not oh, I mean, do park that. Day. Park day. What did I say? You said resort day. Oh, sorry. Park day. <laughs> the resort of Epcot. I'm so, I'm so used to saying Disneyland resort. I know. I know so I'm I know. like, yeah. But yeah, confusing. thank you to everybody. Thank you. Yes. Especially Johnny. Johnny from the DMSW podcast. Yes. Everyone was so helpful, but he sent us like a novel basically explaining, number one, here's a bunch of awesome tips for having a child. Yes. <laughs> and oh, then number two, so, great. so amazing. Number two, he was like, for the love, don't do a park day. It's like too hot. he's just, it was, he was just brutally honest and like, don't waste your money. Do a resort hopping day. They're fun. And he told us like, give us some tips and stuff. Yeah. So thank you, Johnny. Best decision ever was not doing that because yes. we would not have made it. We appreciate that. Uh, the other only con of the resort, which we're talking about transportation here, hopping on that bus is having buses as your only option is kind of lame. Mm -hmm. It's not a huge deal, but, uh, other moderate resorts have like two options, right? So Port Orleans has the boats mm -hmm. and buses, right? Uh, which we'll talk about later, but yeah, it's not a huge deal, but the buses aren't the most, uh, I don't know, fun way of getting yeah, around. Yeah, and I'm just, I'm not used to how long it takes to get around Disney World. It is crazy. I know. It is, they're a beast, 15 minutes just to get to Disney Springs. It's yeah. like, that just blows my mind. 
if you drive 15 minutes in Anaheim, you're at uh, the Angel Stadium. I know. It's just, it's so different, but it was so nice. I, I enjoyed the drive because you got to see more and more of Disney Springs and all around. So. Very true. Saw all the water parks and stuff. That was fun. Uh, we walked around and shopped for a while. We went to World of Disney. We went to the co-op, the Christmas store, Uniqlo. Caitlin grabbed a shirt in there. We went to Free People. Uh, thankfully, Caitlin didn't find anything in there. <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, how much? Okay, awesome. Oh, Great. my gosh. Uh, Lululemon. That was a, that's a staple for Caitlin. She has to go to their Lululemon because she likes that store, uh, but was closed due to AC issues. That Which was lame. Is such a bummer because they, they were probably so hot in there. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that they shouldn't have closed. Oh, no, 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 yes. no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was lame that we couldn't go in there. Yeah. I love we went that. to Stance. I grabbed some new Stance socks. And some, they were so kind. They were so nice. Couple of young guys. And just kind of chatting it up with us. And he was like, where are you guys from? I said, California. He said, oh, don't you wish you were back home? And I said, well, not really. Not we're on really. vacation. <laughs> but he was like, isn't the heat terrible? And I was like, bro, 100%. Yeah, it's been interesting. He's like, yeah, the weather here has been like all over the place. Like the rain, the heat. It's been so hot. Yeah. So it's a bummer. I, I feel like, bad Come for visit that. us, man. <laughs> in the beautiful seas of Sacramento. Uh, it rained pretty dang hard at one point during the day. So that cooled it down a bit for a while. Yeah. That was kind of fun scene. And that was my first time seeing an actual Florida downpour. Yeah. So it was cool. Like, again, you guys, it was blue skies. And then out of nowhere, like thunder came in, dark clouds, and it started pouring. Like pouring. Thankfully, we were in that like little enclosed area where like all the shops are. Yeah. There's the, um, what's there? There's, oh. It's just past Chicken Guy. Yeah. There's, what shops are in there though? We were sitting um, right next to them. Sugar Boo is in there. Yep. Like Columbia. Yep. Um, yeah. The Tommy Bahama store. Uh, Lily Pulitzer. Yeah. 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 Those are all named. Name. The Pulitzer Prize is named after Lily Pulitzer. <laughs> Just kidding. It's not. Uh, we grabbed a late lunch at Deluxe Burger, which oh is the goodness. best, the best burger you can get on any Disney property. I I'm think just overall that. for me, that's the best burger I've ever had in my life. What? It was, it was literally, it's so, so good. And let me tell you one more time, the garlic ranch, I can't get enough. That stuff is, I'm sorry, I could marinate in it i could oh i could my. sit in a bath of garlic ranch <laughs> and eat my way out That'd it would be delicious it was so good dipping those fries the only complaint i had were the fries were kind of cold that's my only complaint oh my gosh. if i'm being picky if i'm being Go picky the one who said that he wants to take a bath in ranch <laughs> stop <laughs> i'm just saying they were a little they've been sitting out a little they were bit. delicious and then again they were so great with the gluten allergy the they were free bun was amazing loved it it was super cool inside which kind of that was crazy they offered to uh, grab the chef for me at yeah. deluxe which is a disney springs restaurant not an official disney restaurant so that was uh cool because downtown disney does not do that yes and one quick note i wanted to add so disney or the some of the properties are not properties the restaurants on disney springs property um do this new kind of like allergy label so when food comes out it's almost sealed with a sticker and it has the allergy marked on what it is so it, whether it's so peanuts, there's no there's soy. no question as to what one is gluten-free yeah. and so you don't go like oh we didn't forget because a uh, perfect case in point was when we went to where's that restaurant called uh, tomorrow to, uh, <laughs> Uh, my brain's just mush right now what are you talking disneyland about disneyland resort disneyland hotel yeah and we had oh, tangaroa tangaroa terrace thank you we had a asian food mix what's it called teriyaki teriyaki chicken plate yes there's no indication it's gluten-free no. didn't look gluten-free no looked, allergy stick or anything nothing. so i had to go ask the person saying is this gluten-free and she came over and was like uh yeah which is not very comforting <laughs> So it's the sticker system is very cool. I yes. wish Disneyland had it. Which we had another occurrence of this, which we'll get into later. But it was nice to see that. So. It was. Uh, we were pretty burnt out at this point because it was very hot. And so we were like, you know what? Let's try and wrap down the day coming pretty soon here. 
But before we do that, let's grab a bus over to Port Orleans French Quarter and grab those famous gluten-free beignets. You guys, it was, what is it? Um, scat cats? What? A <laughs> <laughs> uh, scat cat uh, coffee yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it was something like that. I think you're right. You guys, that was the best dessert ever. Those beignets, not only were they piping hot or we couldn't eat them for like 15 minutes. They, br- I literally got like second degree burns on my fingers. <laughs> I was so, so excited to eat them. I didn't care. Like that picture I put on Instagram, all of you should be thankful because we literally burned our hands. They were, dry. I'm not kidding. They were bright red because was, I was oh handling them. Oh my gosh. Them. They were so good. We got six of them. Yep. Yeah. They were like uh, four or six. No, I was like, three or no, six. No, three or six. I'm no, like, like, no, three. no, no. The biggest bag you have. Oh my gosh. They were the best. They were so good. We had two leftovers, so we took them back to the hotel and had them as a late night snack. Yeah. And Caitlin was like, do you want to go back and grab more? It I was almost like went. 10 o'clock. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> but I was surprised. Like after we posted that picture, so many of you guys were like, we love getting beignets there. So it was cool to see because I'm like, I had no idea People about trek that over there and do it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, after Porter Lanes, we grabbed a bus back to Disney Springs and then hopped on another to get to Coronado Springs. So they don't have transportation between those resorts. I kind of get it. Why would yeah. you need to do that? Yeah. Uh, but I was considering doing a uh, mini, what they call minivans. Minivan. So, and it's a kind of play on words. They've got their decorated like Minnie Mouse, yeah. which are awesome. So we've never done one. And I said, you know what? Let's take one. It was $40 to get from that resort to the other. It was which a 10 we, minute drive. Yeah, which we didn't do. No. I was like, mm, no. So we just uh, schlepped it back on the bus and uh, it wasn't a bad drive. Uh, again, like we mentioned, we're pretty burnt out. So we said, you know what? Let's hang out at the hotel for the rest of the evening. And we grabbed dinner at El Mercado again. Yes. And we got delicious taco bowls. They were so good. It was like uh, grilled chicken, like chipotle rice, or excuse me. Not chipotle rice. Uh, it was chipotle chicken, chipotle chicken with cilantro rice, cilantro black rice. beans, pico de gallo, guacamole. It was really good. It was uh, surprisingly good. I was expecting some pretty subpar food. Yeah. It was good. It was a lot of food. Tons. And it was only, I don't know, $30, which again, that sounds oh. like a lot. <laughs> you meant for a bowl. I was no, like, what? No, 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 no. For, I think our full on dinner was, yeah. And for Disney, that's not bad. No. And like we literally, we couldn't finish our bowl. No. It was great. I so. gave it to a bird outside I'm just no kidding. he didn't i threw it away uh again we ended the night by walking around the resort and watching those beautiful orlando sunsets oh, they were so great it was so awesome so that brings us to the end of part one that was our kind of end of our walt disney world section of it we skipped the parks did just some resort hopping and went to disney springs the next morning we boarded a bus and went to port canaveral for the Disney fantasy. And let me tell you guys, you do not want to miss next week's. We are going to deep dive into everything that we experience on the Disney fantasy, because this was our first sailing on the fantasy and our first ever double dip to Castaway Key. And let me tell you, we have some amazing experiences to talk about and some more that were very surprising. And not great. So yeah, we want to end on a cliff note here. Uh, Do we make it? Do we make it to the ship? Did the bus break down on the way? You may never know. Well, I mean, I'm sure they know because... (laughs) Come back next week to figure out if you made it on the boat. We're like, part two, we didn't make it. (laughs) No, we made it. Uh, But we can talk about the transportation. We'll talk about the food. We'll talk about Castaway Key. Everything we experienced. And the merch. And the merch. Good grief. Caitlin, I I put it up on threads, but she had a strategy on how to get merch, and we won. We We won won the game of merch. We won big. We spent the entire merch budget day one. (laughs) Caitlin was like, I got seven handfuls of things. Are we good? Strategy. So, yes, we'll talk about that later. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us over on Instagram at Market House Podcast and threads at Market House Podcast. Yeah. Which is the Twitter alternative. And by golly, I'm happy that there is a Twitter alternative. 
Much better experience. We're loving it over there. Make sure to follow us over there for pictures from the park and exciting news and announcements. Again, please consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Giant help to the show. You can use our Getaway Today link for your future trip bookings. Check out the episode details for that link and use code MARKETHOUSE10 to save some bucks. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.